This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hello, everyone. My name is Erin Trelore, and I am the host of Raw Beauty Talks. We're taking you behind the highlight reel of the world's biggest influencers and wellness gurus to get a raw glimpse of what beauty, health, and wellness look like in today's world so that you can feel your absolute best in your body and in your life. In this episode, we are going to talk about something that has been part of women's self-care and beauty routine since the beginning of time. We are going to dive into everything hair care, whether you're growing it, trimming it, coloring it, straightening it, waxing it, shaving it, or popping it in a messy bun. That's my go-to these days, I feel like. It is such a huge part of our identity as women. I know my own journey with hair has had its highs and lows. When I look back at pictures of me when I was three or four, there was this bowl cut going on. I had a moment where there were bangs. Then when I was struggling with my eating disorder, it all started falling out, which was super scary. There was the bleach blonde stage of my 20s that also went with a fake tan. And then that time after having both of my kids where I would be in the shower and it would just be falling out in massive clumps. So like so many areas of wellness, I feel like there's a lot of information out there about what we should be doing with our hair, what we should not be doing with our hair. I really wanted to get to the bottom of all of this. So I found the best person to talk to us about all this stuff. Rachel Zapirian is joining us today. She is one of the lead researchers with Herbal Essences. She's a scientist and she is going to be breaking down everything hair care for us so that we can bring out our natural and best version of our hair. Rachel has some impressive credentials, including an appearance on Dr. Oz, as well as features in Elle Canada, Vogue, and Mary Claire. So you better believe that I brought the best here for you ladies. Rachel, welcome to the show and thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you, Erin. I am super excited to be here and talk about one of my favorite topics, hair. (laughs) I want to (laughs) dive right in here. Can you just start off by giving us a little hair 101? Because I think we think about touch and do our hair many times a day, but I don't even really know what it's made up of or what it actually is. So can you give us a little bit of a breakdown of the structure of hair, maybe what the life cycle looks like? Absolutely. So hair is predominantly proteins. About 90% is protein. The rest of it are things like lipids, minerals, um, different metals, your melanin, but it's primarily protein. And we're all familiar with proteins. We know that it's building blocks and that proteins are really strong. So hair has incredible strength. If you look at it like at a microscopic level and just look at the overall properties, it almost resembles a rope. So you have these long fibers that are all braided together and those hair fibers that are braided together that are made of the proteins are what give it the strength. What's important about hair that most people don't know is that unlike your skin, your hair is not alive. So what you have is as healthy and the best that it gets as soon as it comes out of your head. And what our research shows is that, you know, once your hair first emerges from yourself, it's got all this protein, it has the lipids, and it has all these antioxidants. 
that are able to protect it from UV damage and from free radicals. And over time, those antioxidants get used up. And unlike your skin, your hair can't make more. So I think those are probably the biggest things that I would give as like a, a very brief hair 101. Okay, amazing. So I find it fascinating. I mean, I, I always knew that your hair was dead, but when you think about the fact that once your hair has left your scalp, you really want to take care of the strands that are now there because they're going to be on your head for a while, I guess, depending on the length of your hair. What is the life cycle of a strand of hair? Oh, that's so fascinating. If your hair is at your shoulders, that hair is probably three years old. So you're absolutely right. The longer your hair gets, the longer that it's been exposed to all of these different elements. So hair starts underneath the scalp. And, you know, at that point, it's still alive. And then once it comes out of the scalp, it starts growing. And each hair has its own predetermined biochemistry for how long it can get and for how long it'll grow. But on average, each hair grows in this stage for about five years. So once that hair has reached its full length or its full lifetime, your body naturally sheds that hair. So it's normal to have hair shedding. Some people, you know, will look down at their brush or in the shower and and you get a little freaked out, but it's normal to lose 50 to 100 hairs a day just from natural, um, this natural process. And if your hair is long, it might look like a huge amount, but that's really, it's natural. And then the follicle will rest and then it starts all over again. And depending on our genetics and our biochemistry, what we put in our body, our health, each follicle and each hair has their own lifetime. So it is, it really depends on how we care for it because it's going to go through its natural cycle. Wow. And I feel like I have this thing where my hair will not grow much further below my shoulders. And I'm always looking at these girls who have hair that goes, grows down to their butt. I'm like, how does this even happen? Mine are so split by the time they get there. So is it possible that my hair's life cycle is shorter than five years, that it just starts falling out once, like before it has the chance to grow much longer? Lots of possibilities. It could be that. It could be that your hair just grows at a, a shorter rate. So it's not the length of the life cycle. It's just how long it can get because of the growth rate. It could also be how you take care of your hair. So, you know, hair breaks and it breaks from damage that could be caused from just combing, brushing, mechanical damage. And that's why, you know, hair care and using products like herbal essences is so important to maintain the health of your hair and to protect it from this damage because it could be a mixture. If you're seeing it split, chances are that it was in very bad shape once it, it got to that point. So it could be the end of its lifetime and it could be just excessive amount of exposure to damage. And that's just as long as it could kind of grow. Got it. Okay. You, mentioned- you shouldn't feel bad. <laughs> Some people's hair gets longer than others. Don't feel bad, Erin. I feel relieved in a way. I feel like you just told me you that, you know, I this journey that I've been on for so long to try and have this super long hair, that maybe that's just not me. It's like we talk so much in this podcast about accepting your natural body type and maybe my natural hair just wants to be at like a mid-length bob and that's what's going on and I can just let go of that dream. 
It's a relief. Yeah, Thank it, you, Rachel. It looks fantastic. So you <laughs> rock it. What's going on, on at the bottom of your hair when your hair is splitting? Yeah. So imagine a strand of hair being like a tree. And on the tree, you have the outer bark layer, which is like your cuticle. Then you have the inside of the tree, which is like where all the different rings are. Once your cuticle is gone or the bark is gone and you start having that exposed cuticle in the hair, it starts having like all of that, like those long rope-like structures are exposed. And then they start kind of unraveling from each other. So you're going from an end that's like very um, flush because it's like, imagine a rope that's freshly cut that everything is in line and all the the like little fibers within are all straightened up once that begins to split open that's physically what a split end is you mentioned herbal essences really quickly and when i started talking to you about this i had this image of herbal essences from when i was little and the Mm -hmm. brand first came out and i remember getting this shampoo there are these advertisements i don't know if anyone listening right now remembers these but like girl under waterfall and i remember being in my shower and opening the bottle smelling it and reenacting this commercial so when i you know doing my research was led to you i was so immediately had this like great feeling about herbal essences and then i learned that you have a whole new product line that is so aligned with raw because you've started working with companies like EWG and the Royal Botanic Garden Q, which we'll talk a little bit about, but you're providing some alternative products, which might fall a little more in that quote unquote, clean category, sulfate free. Can you tell us a little bit about why Herbal Essences is going in this direction and maybe this new line? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if you know this, Erin, but the products even go further back than what you remember. So our brand, Herbal Essences, is turning 50 next year. So it started in the 1970s, and it really started in the spirit of natural ingredients, you know, taking your hair out of the beehive and letting it down and (laughs) free-flowing. It was the, you know, kind of hippie-ish hair care brand. So it's not a far stretch of the direction that you're probably noticing. And really what I think about is that it's the modern naturals. Back in the 70s, Herbal Essences was a naturals hair care brand. And then, you know, over time, we're growing and growing and we're growing in different directions. And we know that consumers who are at the heart of why we create these products, they want clean products, they want natural products. And we know that, you know, we make really amazing products that smell great, that work great, but we're working with these credible experts because they can bring this knowledge to our teams and help us set the direction so that we can elevate and just keep moving in this direction and keep pleasing people along the way. I love the smile I see when I mention herbal essences. It's not just you, Erin, that gets that memory. (laughs) It's consistent with women of all ages, um, no matter really where I am in the world. Yeah. And you girls listening right now know I don't talk on here about a, a lot of products and I don't talk about ones that I don't love. And this new line, their Herbal Essences Bio Renew, which is all based around aloe is kind of the star ingredient. It is 
so good. And what I think really (laughs) excited me about this line is that so often when I'm looking at clean products, they're expensive, they're expensive. And I've started to look for products that are good, impactful, that have ingredients that I trust, but that are also going to be affordable for more individuals because not everybody can spend $35 on a bottle of shampoo. So this line, I think it's like $7.99. It was so reasonable. And it's available at all Walmart stores, which is amazing. You don't have to go to some little boutique store. You can even just head online to walmart.ca. Very affordable. We want to make sure our products are accessible and that they work great. So it's an investment well spent. We started with our sulfate-free shampoos. So all of the potent aloe shampoos are sulfate-free. They're all EWG verified. And all of these products have a potent dose of aloe. The aloe itself is very high-quality aloe that's been confirmed as high-quality by the plant scientists at Q the Royal Botanic Gardens Q. The scientists at Q verify that all of the plant ingredients that we're using in our Herbal Essences BioRenew products, like the aloe, are high quality. They can do this through a process called botanical fingerprinting. It's like doing forensics on the plant. And what it does is it gives us a closer look to make sure that our extract, like the aloe, is potent and has all of the healthy nutrients that we're looking for, like the polysaccharides and the antioxidants. Because Erin, if the plant extract no longer has these healthy components, it's not really that extract anymore. So a lot can go wrong when you're starting with a plant because every plant can be grown differently and it can be extracted differently. And there's a huge difference in quality of different botanical extracts. So working with the scientists at the Royal Botanic Gardens Cube gives us this opportunity to verify and make sure that we have high-quality botanicals. And what's awesome is that we know that this aloe is sustainably harvested. It's hand-picked. You know, it's something that you can feel really good about using this product. What is the benefit of aloe for our hair? Really, it helps to protect against damage and keep your hair healthy, which we talked about as being really the most important thing that we can do. So from like a very fresh start, having that dose of aloe, like we know aloe is great for us. It's been used for centuries. We use it in supplements. We know it's good for our body. We know it's good for our skin. It's a natural healer for sunburns. So, you know, in hair, it's working to help protect against damage and keep that hair healthy. It's got, you know, a high level of polysaccharides. It's got a high level of antioxidants. It's just one of those ingredients that, you know, is just really good for you. Fast forward to the end of 2024. Think of your goals for a second. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. 
Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that really don't help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversation, and Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teachings so you're ready to practice what you learned in the real world. If you're heading to another country, anytime soon, start using Babbel a few weeks before you go to learn basics like how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while you're away. So fun. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L com slash talks. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line founded by the fabulous Jennifer Aniston. Jen got tired of the same old struggle we all face, choosing between hair products that work and ones that are actually good for us. With Lola V, that dilemma is history. We all put our hair through the ringer. That's why it's crucial to have products that not only repair the look of the damage, but also shield your locks from future harm. Enter Lola V's bestsellers, the Glossing Detangler and the Perfecting Leave-In Conditioner. They're your hair's new best friend. For a limited time, you get 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com. Just use the code RAWBEAUTYTALKS at checkout. Lolavie is all about naturally derived plant-based goodness, no silicone, sulfates, parabens, or gluten, and of course, cruelty-free and vegan. That's 15% off your order at lolavie.com with promo code RAWBEAUTYTALKS. You can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Tell them I sent you over. You mentioned healthy hair and I would love to just set a baseline of what healthy hair is, because I think in advertisements and in media, which I always love to dive into healthy hair is like the Victoria's secret cut. It's super thick. Who even knows if it is healthy, that girl's hair, or if that's extensions. So can you just give us some baselines of what healthy hair looks like for us as individuals, all of us having unique hair, you know, some straight, some curly, some thick, some thin. What are we looking for with our individual hair to tell us whether or not there's some room to sort of up the health? Yeah. You know, what's so cool is that, you know, we talked about how hair is primarily protein. The fact that something that's primarily the same structure can look so differently has always fascinated me about hair. So if you're looking at your own hair and you want to assess if it's healthy, I wouldn't compare it to somebody else's hair at first, Mm -hmm. because exactly what you said, you know, our own level of health is our own level of health and own it, own it. Yeah. So if you're looking at your hair and it's shiny, if it's manageable, if you're having good ability to control frizz, these are all great signs that you have healthy hair. The opposite So if your hair is not so healthy, it's going to become really dull and hard to style. You're going to see some of those split ends. It's going to interact with humidity like crazy to where, you know, it doesn't dry very fast when you're getting out of the shower or it gets really frizzy when you're outside. You can tell changes in your hair, but it's one of those things where, you know, not everybody's hair behaves the same from the beginning. So 
make sure that you're keeping track of what you're doing to your own hair. And that's what you would see in the mirror. Like as a scientist, we can see other things if we got deep into the microscope. But I think those are pretty much the telltale that you'll see. Okay. I love it. And thank you for reminding us not to compare. This is an ongoing message that pops up throughout almost all of our episodes. <laughs> it's really looking at yourself and where you're at right now. And then using some of those signs that she said, is there shine? Is it manageable? Does it feel like it's strong? Is it dull? And going from there. I'm curious to know, because we don't ever get to look through your microscope and see what you're seeing. What would you see as a scientist in hair that's unhealthy? Is it like, what's going on in there that you're looking for? <laughs> well, I'm going to give you an analogy to start with. So metal, if we have metal and it starts to get rusty, you start noticing that it's discolored and that it starts getting pits in it where it's losing its strength and then eventually it gets holes in it. I like to use that analogy as like a visual of what you would see because what happens with hair under a microscope is you have these outer layers that start disappearing and they start disappearing and they are almost like a shingle on a roof. They're called your cuticles and once they're ripped up, your hair is just exposed to the elements. And that's when the free radicals and the UV damage starts oxidizing your hair, just like it does in metal. So when we talked about a metal surface getting rusted and you start losing your structural strength, the same's happening with hair. So when I look under a microscope, I can see that there's exposed cuticles. I can see under different other types of techniques that you have more free radicals in your hair that you have this oxidative damage done and your proteins are missing. So we can tell a lot about hair. I mean, you know, there's like drug tests that are done with hair. Like your hair carries around a lot of your day and your life and your lifestyle. So you can see all of that depending on what kind of microscope you're looking through. Okay. You're probably going to think this is such a Dumb question, but what are free radicals? I mean, I feel like I hear this all the time, but what actually are free radicals? Yeah, free radicals are very damaging chemicals. And they're chemicals that exist everywhere. And they exist in our water. So the free radicals that damage your hair the most come into your hair through water. So when you're in the shower, washing your hair, your hair is absorbing that water. It's also absorbing any sort of pollutants that are in the water. Now, the free radicals in the water go into your hair and they start attacking the protein. So that is essentially, to stick with the analogy of rust, the free radicals are what are rusting your hair from the inside out because they're able to start damaging it inside the hair fiber. Whoa. Okay. This is blowing my mind. I love learning about stuff like this. So is this why some hair stylists recommend a water filter and they'll ask like, do you have pink in your shower or like copper or whatever? Oh, I, or is it copper question. or green? Yeah. yeah. No, copper is, is the free radical that um, is most damaging for hair and most prevalent in water. So you are right on. So water filters would filter things like magnesium and calcium, which are also mineral deposits that can damage your hair that are generally part of water. But with 
really incredible about every single BioRenew product in the Herbal Essences lineup, including these new aloe products, is that we have a plant-based antioxidant um, that's called histidine. And this plant-based antioxidant is a part of your hair naturally. And it's naturally there to defend against these things like free radicals that are coming into your hair through water. And once your hair uses up all of its histidine, it has no more antioxidants to naturally protect it. And that's why it's so important to use BioRenew products because they resupply this plant-based antioxidant to your hair so that it can continue to fend off the free radicals that you're constantly being exposed to because your hair has no way to regenerate them like skin would. Interesting. When we color our hair, I know that that can impact our hair health. And I've heard this term of, you know, the color can strip your hair. Mm -hmm. What is happening when we color our hair? It's damaging. When you hear the term, it's stripping the outer layer of hair. There's an invisible layer that naturally is on the outside of your hair. So I say layer, I mean, we are talking about like little tiny nanometers here. Right. And even thinner. So this is why ducks and duck feathers don't get wet. You know, if you drop a little drop of water, they repel water because they have a natural oil that's on the outside of the feathers. Hair has that natural oil as well. And you want that natural oil because that's what helps like protect from frizz, like humidity. So all hair has this layer. It's called an F layer. You can't see it under a microscope, but you know it's there because you see how it interacts with water. So once you go through an oxidative process of chemical, like coloring your hair or bleaching your hair, or really even perming your hair. So all of these are are different treatments that cause oxidative damage. When you do that, you're removing this outer layer that that essentially kind of waterproofs the hair. Mm -hmm. And that's the layer you're stripping away and your hair becomes porous as a result. So it's not making your hair healthier. What you might see is shinier hair and softer hair after you color we tend to think when our hair is shiny and soft that it's healthier. So sometimes, you know, your hair seems and feels really healthy after you color. But if you got out those special microscopes that we were talking about um, and look deeper, (laughs) it's not doing much. But Mm. I do want to add that I know for my own self, and maybe this is oversharing, but for my mental health, it's something I, I take on because hair is such an important form of self-expression and it's such a way that women identify themselves and myself in particular I started going gray very young so before I even finished high school and I've colored my hair for a long time and it's something I've just had to get comfortable with I know I'm damaging my hair but I know it's also something I need to do for myself so Mm -hmm. I don't feel bad about coloring Well, this is Raw Beauty Talks. Nothing is off the table, literally nothing. And I'm sure that there are people listening right now who are like, please tell me I don't have to stop coloring your hair, which is not at all the direction that we're taking this. It's more about giving people information. I was at the hairdresser last week getting a trim and I have colored my hair since I was like 
14. Initially, I used to do it at my friend's house. I mean, I can only imagine the damage that we were doing and continued, you know, for years going blonde. And only in the last year and a half, I stopped coloring my hair because I just felt like it was so damaged. And when I was at the hairstylist, she was saying she's seeing a real trend with women who are just letting their hair go more natural and that there's absolutely this overall feeling of wanting healthy hair, of craving healthy hair over overly styled hair or like the process of doing whatever we need to do in order to get our hair to look a certain way. And I thought that was really interesting. I hadn't thought about that or heard that from anyone else. And so I'm so glad we're having this conversation right now. So what are your thoughts then on heated styling tools? Like my straightening iron please don't take my straightening iron away. (laughs) And things like dry shampoo, hairspray, are these, I mean, they can't be good for our hair. You know, there's some products that are designed so that when you are using products and tools that aren't necessarily the best for your hair, it at least helps protect them. So, you know, for example, our Herbal Essences, Bio Renew, Potent Aloe, shampoos and conditioners. So even starting in the shower, you're protecting your hair by having this healthy dose of aloe. So having, you know, just a really healthy start with your shampoo and conditioner is is foundational. Products like our new aloe and hemp seed oil mist. So it's an oil mist. When you look at it, it's two phases because you have one aloe phase, which helps, you know, with all the nourishment. And then you have a oil phase, which has the hemp seed oil and you've got to shake them up so that they mix together because they don't like to naturally mix. You can spray that on your hair when it's wet. You can spray it when it's dry, but it's nourishing your hair and giving it that protection and that great foundation because you're going to need to use these tools to create the end look that you want. Like that's one of the things that's so incredible about hair is it's a way to express yourself and it can be styled. It can be made to do really creative and fun things. Mm -hmm. So my approach is always doing less. Like, you know, it's the whole moderation. If I'm going to use my flat iron, I skip blow drying. I'll let my hair air dry and, you know, give it some extra time to air dry before I go straight to the flat iron. It not only keeps my hair healthy, but it also helps my hair not be so frizzy because I find that blow drying, you know, with my curly hair really brings out the frizz because it's just drying it so quickly. So, you know, there's a lot of different hacks that you can figure out for yourself. You had brought up dry shampoo. I love dry shampoo when I'm getting a blowout. For me to go from curly to straight takes a lot of time and it's a lot of heat steps. And by being able to keep my hairstyle longer after I've gone through those damaging steps is super important to me to be able to just use some dry shampoo and our Herbal Essences dry shampoos are amazing. They have a really nice mint smell, but to Mm. be able to use that and have that clean feeling to not have your hair all oily and to be able to rock your blowout for days is going to help <laughs> yes. maintain the health of your hair by not starting over and you know going through the process again. 
Yes. I love what you said about less is more in regards to all of these things. And I think that's so true across the board in regards to so many things with our wellness. So the less is more philosophy in regards to your hair. We're not taking anything away, but just really being conscious about how much you're doing it. I'm also obsessed with that mist that you mentioned. It is Oh my God. It's so good. It is so, so good. (laughs) What would you say in regards to ingredients in our styling products are no goes versus things that we want to look for? This is really a tough question because there's definitely ingredients that we just know, like hands down, people are not looking for or that you want to avoid. So We've started formulating all of the BioRenew products without colorants and without parabens. The new potent aloe collections, the shampoos are all sulfate-free, and they've been verified by the Environmental Working Group, which is a really nice shortcut or a nice way to know that, that the product is good for you and it doesn't have these ingredients of concern. But when it comes to certain ingredients, you know, there's some that are controversial, like a silicone. And what we've decided to do and really our approach is to have a balance of products that do contain some ingredients like silicones and then also have offerings of products that don't have those ingredients. But I will tell you, there's really not ingredients that you will find in hair care products now that are triggering any like red flags of things to avoid. It's really about finding what's right for your hair and for your hair needs. Gotcha. This is an ongoing conversation and I think there's still so much work to be done in this area. I love that your brand is putting in the time that you have scientists backing things and that you're also offering solutions that maybe don't provide some of those ingredients that people might be wanting to steer clear from right now, but it is just, it's a really interesting time because there's this clean beauty movement, that whole conversation. It's not, there aren't a lot of guidelines around what a clean product is yet and not necessarily enough research in regards to what's clean versus what's not. So I always just find this very fascinating to hear from different companies, different brands as to where they are standing with things. And it sounds like we're on the same page. I'm curious to know, this is like the part I've been of the episode I've been waiting for the whole time. What are your favorite health hacks for naturally strong, healthy hair? Sure. So some of my favorite health hacks actually start in the shower. It doesn't really matter if you have curly hair, if you have straight hair, if it's color treated, we have a BioRenew product that fits really any hair need. What's great though about the BioRenew products is that you're getting that supplement of antioxidants. So getting antioxidants into your hair, it's almost like a vitamin that's part of your shampoo and conditioner. So I can't stress enough how important that step is. And that's something that's only in herbal essences products. So over time, you're still getting that benefit. Also using high quality botanical ingredients. Like nature has had 4.6 billion plus years to figure (laughs) out ways to protect itself and to really just come up with these natural solutions. 
So taking a step back and really looking at like, what is it about aloe that makes it such appealing, amazing ingredient? And to know it's the polysaccharides and it's the vitamins and the antioxidants and just getting deeper understanding into not necessarily the exact material, but why that material is so healthy has really Mm. been incredible because when you start looking for different not just single ingredients, but types of ingredients that you know will be really great. What are your thoughts on supplements? And I'm sitting here looking at my hair, skin, and nail supplement that I take in regards to supporting hair health. You know, I don't have any personal experience with ingestible supplements. So I do want to start there, but I do know that we are using the same type of properties. So to supplement your hair from a shampoo and conditioner standpoint, and we can see a measurable benefit. So I have no doubt that they work, but that Mm -hmm. is not necessarily my area of expertise. But if it can work from a shampoo, I don't see why it wouldn't. Uh, Going back to aloe, the aloe that we get in our BioRenew products, it all comes from Mexico from a single source and the majority of the aloe that comes from this farm goes into supplements. So um, Mm. it's this very potent aloe that's being used for supplements and we're buying a small portion of that to put into hair care. Just one other thing though that I think is really important is that a lot of supplements and really just botanical ingredients in general aren't very well regulated. So that's another area where the reason that we're working with the Royal Botanic Gardens Q is they're able to take all of our ingredients and tell us exactly what is in that plant extract. Mm, Some supplements, they're not getting that level of quality control. And as the demand for more and more ingredients, um, natural ingredients is becoming more of a reality, especially as people are moving into more supplements, more natural products, what the scientists at Q have have opened our eyes to is there's a lot of funny business that can happen. So imagine a supplier that is adding in a little extra sugar. So it looks like yellow is more potent. So I think that's part of it as well as making sure that whatever supplement you are putting into your body, that you are sure it is what it is. Um, And that you have a lot of confidence because, you know, we are working with external experts just for that reason, because unfortunately there's a lot of counterfeit in the botanical industry. I think this is so important, Rachel, and it goes across the board, whether it's the makeup that you're putting on your face, whether it's the shampoo that you're using, whether it's the essential oils. I mean, everyone here knows that I've done a lot of work with Sage Natural Wellness and talk about their products because I feel like they have a similar process that they use in order to ensure that the ingredients and space that their ingredients are even sourced from is ethical and that it is coming, that it's high quality and safe. So I appreciate you mentioning that because I think that there are so many things that we use as we move through our busy lives where we're, we're not really doing the due diligence on the products and then we're ingesting it or putting it on our skin. And so we just want to be aware of that. Not, we don't have to freak out and throw away all of your stuff, but just be bringing more awareness to these things. So Rachel, one last question before we dive into a game of do it or ditch it. 
once you start applying some of these natural health hacks to your hair, how long would you say it takes to start noticing results in the health of your hair? It's uh, a great question. Results may vary. They may vary not mm-hmm. only depending on what the different ingredients and the different products are, but also on people's individual genetics. Like remember, we talked about everyone's biochemistry is a little bit different and these little differences can make a larger difference. What I will tell you though, is like when you use our products, like our new potent aloe and coconut milk intensive hair mask, so you get an immediate result. Like you use the rinse off treatment and immediately you're going to feel that your hair has been restored and feels healthier. Whereas like when we use all of our BioRenew products that have that plant-based antioxidant, we have data that shows that in as little as 21 days, your hair already is starting to show significantly less free radicals within the hair and more proteins. And that's just Mm -hmm. in three weeks. So um, some of the changes you won't see, like the protein and the free radicals in your hair, But then some of the other changes you might see on the first use. So I would say stick with it. It's very important to always, you know, try things that work for you. What might work for me might not work for my daughter. So, you know, to be patient. And what's amazing about Herbal Essences products is when they are affordable, when they are accessible, you know, it's easy to kind of try things out to see what works well for you. Okay, I would love to play a little game of do it or ditch it with you where I'm going to ask you questions about suggestions I've heard in regards to hair care, and I would love to know your opinion on these, okay? Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, one, reduce the amount that you are washing your hair, aim for about one time per week. Don't do it. What? Well, let's see. Let's pull it apart. Reducing the amount of time, sure. But one time per week, if you're an active person, yes, it's just too much sebum, in my opinion, that would be on my personal hair <laughs> Me <laughs> over <too>. time. <laughs> and, you know, you've got to take care of the skin on your scalp. It's still skin. And if you're going to not clean your face for a week, you're going to have problems. And I strongly feel the same way about your hair as well. Now, I don't ever wash more than three times a week, but that's what I find as being ideal for my activity level. And I don't know anybody that I've met that, you know, is physically needing to wash every day, but I'm sure that there are people there. So again, do what's right for you. There's so many myths out there. Like if you are physically active and you sweat, that the sweat is good for your hair. It's nourishing it. But sebum is not, so sebum is present when you're sweating and it's the oils, right? It's the sweat and the oils and they will build up like their natural part. Like you're producing it naturally. And if you're like overactive or if you are even at certain life cycles, like puberty, it's going to over, over, over produce that as well. So you'll have more dirt, more oils, more sweat, your hair absorbs it. It carries around oil attracts more oil. It's, Mm -hmm. it's a messy situation. (laughs) Requires a lot of dry shampoo, (laughs) a lot of dry shampoo. So 
Okay. So Amy, uh, still less is more, not every day, but maybe three times a week, but you got to play it by ear, but depending on how active you are and, and yeah, how your hair is product you're using. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Okay. Okay. Number two, a vegan silk pillowcase can protect your hair from breaking. Do it. Do, Do it, it for sure. Yes. For I sure. love my, I love my vegan silk pillowcase so much. What love is it. that silk doing to protect your hair? Oh yeah. So we talked a little bit about how even brushing can hurt your hair. It's like that friction or the mechanical damage is, you know, rubbing against your hair as you're sleeping, you're tossing and turning. So having that really smooth surface like vegan silk will Mm. just help kind of provide extra protection to your hair. People wear bonnets as well to help protect your hair. So I personally don't, yeah, I don't wake (laughs) up with the bonnet when I put it on my hair before bed. So the pillowcase is a great, great win. Yes. I love it. Nice on your skin. I love it. I started using as well. Everyone here knows I'm a big fan of Caitlin Bristow and her line do they have scrunchies versus hair elastics. And I found that really helps or those coiled elastics in regards to breakage. Okay. My next one is should people be avoiding sulfates and parabens in hair care products? So what you want to make sure is that if you are using a product that it has a preservative, parabens are a preservative. They're just not a preservative that we use. So I would say use with caution parabens itself. It's not something I would necessarily avoid. I would avoid more a product that has no preservatives in it. Okay. Sulfates, again, um, most people that start using sulfate-free products do so because they've either had an allergic reaction or because they've gotten instructed to do so from like a stylist when they're getting their hair colored. So it being like a little more gentle for color. Okay. We have done research where like we formulate products with sulfates that are still safe for color. So that's not necessarily um, a concern when you're using our herbal essences products. What we did want to make sure is like some people that don't use sulfates are like, it doesn't clean. So there's always a balance. You know, I would say if you're using a sulfate free product, make sure it cleans, make sure that you're comfortable with the amount of lather and clean that it has. What we've done is built these products from the ground up with EWG verified in mind so that we have shampoos that are sulfate-free, are paraben-free, but you're not going to have any performance trade-offs. Okay, the next one is rinse your hair with ice-cold water at the end of the shower to help seal the shaft. I would say don't do it unless you like really cold water. Um, <laughs> really? Oh, I love doing the, the, my cold rinse at the end and a little bit of Wim Hof breathing. And I also thought this was benefiting my hair, but tell me what your thoughts are on this. I have not seen any research to where it really benefits your hair. What I've heard, and this is like anecdotal, is that the cold hair would help smooth down the cuticle. And I haven't seen that to necessarily be true. A cuticle generally opens up when there's like high humidity and it hasn't, it's not really like a temperature thing. So Mm -hmm. I would just say making sure you rinse your hair in general, get all that product off. Like there's good things there. That jolt of cold water might be good for the soul. Yes. Um, But (laughs) I don't, I can't tell you a study where I've seen it that it's good for your hair. 
Interesting. Okay. So she's saying ditch it. And then the last one is wrapping your hair in a towel after you rinse to help dry, I guess. Oh boy. So I personally use a t-shirt um, and oh. use a, a technique called plopping where I wrap my hair on top of my head okay. as it dries. So totally love the concept. I think what you need to be careful of is just the type of towel. Again, making sure that you're using soft textures and that you're not like pulling hair, tugging hair, and just if you're keeping it protected, definitely do it. Um, but make sure that you're using like the right kind of towel or a t-shirt. I love the idea of a t-shirt. I think yeah, that's such a great perfect. idea. I can like you can literally put it around your head, pull it up over your face, and then just do a little perfect. Perfect. Oh, it is. It's cute too. Um, it's it that is such a great <laughs> idea. I'm take, I'm stealing that. I've learned so much from you today. I can't even tell you. I feel like remotivated, which sounds crazy, but to look after my hair, I'm booking myself in for a hair appointment. Can't wait to keep using my herbal essences bio new products. I absolutely love them. Rachel, thank you so much for taking the time to share your expertise with us today. If you enjoyed this episode, if you learned anything about yourself, about your hair, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast for free. Then take a screenshot of the episode as it plays on your phone and share it on social media, taking her blessings and raw beauty talks. We will be regramming your shares. I can't wait to see all of you next week. Do you ever feel like you're struggling through motherhood? You're not alone. I'm Erica Jossa, host of the MomWell podcast, therapist and mom of three. Join me each Wednesday as I sit down with guests, including psychologists, pediatricians, psychiatrists, fertility specialists, lactation consultants, and more to unravel the myths of motherhood. With expert advice, practical tips, self-love, and some coping skills to help you along the way, you can become the mother you want to be. Listen to the MomWell podcast at momwell.com slash listen or on your favorite podcast platform.